Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. To my fellow Hall of Famers, I am so honored to wear this gold jacket. I wear it with pride, and I promise to respect all it represents. As long as I live. It's time to talk to Seahawk great and NFL Hall of Famer Walter Jones. Brought to you by the Dead Left Shrimp Foundation. Committed to supporting organizations that provide hope, care, and assistance to children and families of the Northwest. And Michael's Toyota of Bellevue, where the service department is open seven days a week. Michael's Toyota, where it's all about you. Now with Walter Jones, here's Ian and Puck. Big, huge thanks to the Detlef Shrimp Foundation and Michael's Toyota. Michael's Toyota of Bellevue with a service department that's open seven days a week. How about that? At Michael's Toyota, it's truly all about you and the Detlef Shrimp Foundation committed to supporting organizations that provide hope, care, and assistance to children and families in the Northwest. We can use a figure of near $17 million raised. How about that? Huh? How about that from the Detlef Shrimp Foundation? Puck, 12 seasons, six times all pro. That's oh. not just... Going to Hawaii and hanging out, playing in the Pro Bowl, because he did that nine times. Six times, one of the best two at his position in the NFL. And most people think, when you're talking about the best left tackles ever to play the game, the conversation is very short. There's about two or three guys. One of those is right here today. Walter Jones joins us. He'll be with us on Thursdays during the football season. Not bad for it. How, they, feel, how do we I pull feel, this off? I feel a little awe. I'm I mean, awestruck with this guy. I do, too. I You're do talking too. about, you can make an argument, the greatest <laughs> Seahawk ever. Would you agree with that? Oh, man. <laughs> What's up, guys, man? It's good to be on, man. <laughs> big Walt. Uh, can you still Jones. play? Oh, man. If, can we suit you up You're right now? You're too thin. That's 30, 10 kills. You look at you, man. You're svelte. Hey, man, I don't know if I could still play. I think I could get out there. If they're looking for a body to just to, to get in that spot, I probably could just stand out there and get in the way. <laughs> play a few snaps. Yeah. Just, I could call my own plays. If I if I can call the, the plays I want to call, I probably could, could get away with it. Yeah. What plays would those be? Uh, uh, sprint right. Uh, uh, Wait, I you're on the left side, so sprint right, okay. Sprint right is <laughs> so okay. You don't have to and, do much? And, and, uh, do much, and then I have to do more. I, 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 at, at this stage, I would want to cut the guys off. So, I just okay, if I'm running – Towards where the running back is going, so I can just get in front of guys, and you know I probably could do it set for, a for a couple of snaps. Set a screen. You're like a basketball player. Exactly. Just stuff. you're just standing there, just calling plays as that's gonna. You know you you know screens are pretty good too. You get a screen in, you get Russell to get those guys to rush up the field and, and try to get the ball off. That's pretty good. That's all. That's all it is. Well, we're, there's a ton of things to talk to you about today. Uh, we should mention as well in about 20 minutes from right now, we'll be joined on the phone by. Do you know a guy by the name of Tobek? Yes, I do. Robbie Toback, man. <laughs> yeah. The best, man. Yeah. Did you ever right, get man. annoyed with him in the huddle and tell him at some point you need to just shut up? Sometimes. Stop I th- talking. I think it's just, 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 just come with centers, man. Centers, they're, they're the guys that, 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 that's messing with the guys they, that they don't have to block. So <laughs> you always have to tell him, hey, you don't have to block this guy. So that, he was very good at doing that. <laughs> just chirping at the guy that's across from you. Exactly. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, he's going to kick your butt. He's like, hold up, man. I'm not, <laughs> hey, we got a whole game to play. Who was the guy that didn't, that didn't talk at all? I, I imagine someone like Chris Gray, maybe the first time you ever heard him talk was when he was like, Leaving the team. <laughs> <laughs> who 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 does was, H- was Hutch a talker? I mean, 
I, you know what, man? Those guys were such great students of the game. I would say more talking about what was going on and what was happening. I can remember many times Chris and, and, and Hutch always asking if Coach, you worried about the guys switching uh, from a three technique, coming to the left or right guard. So they always asking questions in the huddle. Hey, what did he give you? So they're studying, doing the game. So I thought that was kind of, you know, unique about those two guys are just always talking about what the guy is giving them during the game. Mm-hmm. There is so much, Walter, going on right now with, with this team on the offensive line going into camp, and we, th- we kind of thought that decisions have been made and everything's – and then because it's football, lo and behold, we have an injury. We'll talk about the injury in a second, what to do. In, in the training camp situation – now, I find this – we're going to ask you about training camp right off the kick-go. <laughs> that wasn't always your forte. That's all right, but you know what? Hall of Fame and all those Pro Bowls and pro, uh, all pros later didn't matter. But in all honesty and seriousness, you look at what, what they went through in training camp, and they kind of solidified at least four of the five spots. Sal at the left tackle, and then Glowinski, Britt, uh, Afedi, and then you know Gilliam and or Webb, and they finally settled on Gilliam. But they had that continuity for those four weeks. How much – is that enough time for those guys to get, to get set and solid together? I think it's enough time. I think it's just a matter of you, you feeling good going into this week. Of, of, of preparation for the game. You know, you got your guys. You done played with them throughout training camp. And for one of your guys that said, okay, this is my guy that's going to start, get hurt. Now you got to do some arranging. Now you got to now – it's almost like starting all over again. Now you got to go look at those guys that's been been practicing training camp, but you just – you knew you're, you're starting five. So now you got to pick one of those guys that's okay. Now you got to go in or do we change a guy that's been playing a position that he's new at too. So – it's a lot of scrambling for the coaches this week to try to figure out who they're going to put in at, at that guard. Walter, do you, do you think it would be wise, though, to to limit the amount of movement? movement? You, you touched on it. It was reported yesterday that they had slit, they had taken Britt out of the center spot, moved him over to right guard, and then had put Joey Hunt there uh, at center. Would they be better off just going, all right, we'll keep Britt there, we'll move Webb at right guard so we don't, I don't know, mess up with with Justin Britt. I mean, he's been working in that particular position all offseason. Would you go that route? I was I would stay with Justin at center okay. and, and, and and put Webb in and, and kind of say, oh, this is the guys that we want to feel good with. You know, Justin have worked so hard at the center position and, and been working all training camp. So you don't want to take him out of that groove of how he feel with Russell and stuff. But, you know, that's, that's part of the game what happened. You know, guys go down, now you got to scramble. But – I wouldn't take Justin out of that center position because I think that's the position that he's feeling comfortable with mm-hmm. and he feels great going into the to the season playing. So, But if those coaches make those decisions to put him at guard, I know he feels comfortable playing guard. So if he go back to guard, you know, I think he can go in there and, and play it at a, at a very high level too. How important is it for – so so Britt, to me, one of the things that would give him an advantage over – and with Joey Hunts, the rookie out of TCU that came in but in, in a late pick, but still a guy that earned his way on the team and – I guess we could make the debate or have the conversation whether or not he was on there because Patrick Lewis is more expensive and they're in salary cap hell or whatever it might be, but he's there. But with Britt, he's played right tackle, left guard, and now center. Last year they had a kid playing there in Drew Nowak, and I don't even know, Puck, is he in the league? Have you, is Nowak even in the league? I, I want to say he got cut by somebody. Like last, on the yeah. last cut down? You had a guy that had never played that position. He starts the first few games last season. Russell talked about having to take a lot of the, the calls, the line calls on himself with the quarterback and all those things. Britt's knowledge of the offensive line, even from other positions, how do you think that's going to translate? We'll ask Robbie the same thing. How do you think that's going to translate for him at the center position? In other words, at least he hasn't played center and made the calls, but he's been on that line for two solid years in the NFL. 
how comfortable do you think he is with that, and how comfortable will the guys around him be with that? I think it'd be comfortable. I think he's very comfortable at the center position. Now you're becoming the the quarterback of the offensive line. You know, when I played the game, and the center was always knowledgeable of everything that the quarterback was doing or what checks. And so for for Russell, I think that takes the pressure off him, a guy that's been in the system for two years that knows what's going on. Even if if Russell is 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 rushed to to make plays, the center's always can come through and, and kind of overrule uh, uh, the quarterback and say we we're this is our protection so for so the center the center has a final say in that in protection? I, I, and, and certainly i don't know i don't know how they protect but i'm saying when i was playing i know robbie could go in and we could overrule uh, a quarterback protection if we knew what we was going with our protection just the quarterback just needed to know where the center was going with his protection so hmm. if 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 justin have have became good at knowing protections and picking up protections that's a that's a load off of Russell of trying to go out there and trying to figure out now if I got a guy that's hurt that's been playing all year all spring all training camp now you got to try to put a young guy in there that's got to now I got to take on his responsibility that yeah. Brent's been been good at it all all training camp he was trying to be nice what he was really trying to say there I see I I speak Walt <laughs> and what Big Walt was saying was that. Hasselbeck wasn't smart enough <laughs> to call out the protections. It had to be up to Toback. And it had to be up to Toback. <laughs> and then Hasselbeck would say things, and they would roll their eyes, and then Toback would say, I got it. Here's what we're going to do. <laughs> it's okay. You know, man, those guys, it's were, okay, you know, those guys were pretty good at, you know, doing stuff uh, on, on Wednesday and, and, and Thursday to make sure we're in the right They have protection. to be in sync. They have to be in sync. I think and, and, and as, as offensive linemen, you have to learn that early in your career how to – to study the game and, and be on the same page. And I think I take my hat off to quarterbacks because they have to know a lot of stuff going on. You know, as as linemen, you know, when I first came in the league, I was playing with blinders on. I didn't I, w- I wasn't hearing anything. I wasn't I knew I had to block this guy. But, you know, as as the as as the years went on, you kind of open up and you kind of knew why they was blocking here and why they was blocking this. And now so you become a student of the game. So I think with these new guys, you just have to learn faster and be ready to play with your numbers call. That's a great point though about the about as a young guy coming in. We kind of discussed that yesterday Walter. They the you know, they've played four preseason games and there's 15 rookies on this roster. And out of the 15, probably about five of them might almost always be inactive at least early on. They're almost redshirting guys in a sense. Um, but but still, you have 15 new guys and even a guy like Lewinsky who was here last year, he played one game, he played down in Arizona. Is there any way to prepare for the difference, and how different is a preseason from regular season game? Because I just got to feel that's a lot, a lot different situation. Here. It just changes. I think in preseason you're working on some uh, uh, your vanilla plays. You're working on play that you like, and you're trying to trying to perfect those plays. And then once the game plan come in, now you're thinking, okay, these are the plays we're thinking. You know, with it being the first game, you don't know what's work, what's going to really work for you as a team. You're still trying to figure out what's good. So now you just got to figure out, you know. If, if these guys can go out here and, and gel together and, and become a team. You've dealt with this injury, th- this high ankle sprain. When, what year was that, and, and how many games were you out for? <laughs> that, was my, that, was my, uh, that was my rookie year. I, uh, I got rolled up in, uh, in practice. I, uh, a lineman came down, was blocking the guy down, and I got my ankles rolled up pretty good. So I missed four games. And I think the toughest thing about a high ankle sprain is that it just – you you can do all the treatment and try to, you know, to, to get it better. But the, the thing about it, as soon as you go out there and do the things that you need to do as an offensive lineman, you tweak it again. And I think mm-hmm. that's the hardest part to come back from 
just being able to go out there and play with it's it. It's always there. It's always there. Was it, it there for you? Was it there all season long? Didn't get better till once till, the season was over? Once the season was over, going probably going into the next training camp where I felt comfortable Jeez. with it because it was just such a, 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 a very, very bad high ankle sprain for me. So it was something that I, I, you know, coming in as a, especially, you know, I know it's tough for him, but coming in as, a, you know, you're a first rounder and you you miss four games, you practice all week, you, you're doing everything to protect it and you practice and then you get out and, you know, the pre the warm ups and you you feel uh, I can't I don't know if I can you know you do one set or something now you're saying I can't do it now you're you're down for another game so and you want to prove that you're worthy of that pick so I think you know he have to think about that but still again you have to get better you you was a team the team pick you so you just have to say I'm gonna get better and when I come back I'm gonna be strong these guys have been beat up pretty good you know it's it's almost now I'm I, I'm sure there was times during your career but that that you know there's the offensive line as a group was was criticized. The other part of it is, and you know, 05 is thought to be the best offensive line we've ever seen here in Seattle, and I'd be hard to argue. I mean, Hall of Famer, potential Hall of Famer, Pro Bowl center. Chris Gray was the consummate pro, and obviously Locklear was an up-and-coming player at that point in time. But when you hear these guys get just drilled, and I'm sure you do, you can't turn on a radio, pick up a newspaper, look on Twitter, anywhere else. I mean, I, I, this group, and really for the last few years, hasn't it been pocket? It's been the last few years these guys have kind of – because they, they've gone cheap in a sense, right? They go – they don't invest. They don't re-sign guys. Well, how do you think that's playing in their meeting rooms? Do you think that's ever brought up where these like, hey, you know what? No one's giving you respect. They, you know, they're ranking you among the worst <laughs> offensive lines in the league. Because, I mean, that's a prideful group or a prideful position. Like, you're not playing offensive line unless you've got a little something going on. Like, you've you got to have some stones to do that. I think so. I think it's, it's part of, you know, you, you, you read the newspapers and you hear what people are saying. I think as a, as a unit, you want to you wanna take on that pressure of saying, okay, we can go out here and, and we, can, we, can, we can right the ship, I guess you say. You know, like you say, it's, it's one of those situations. Uh, it was a, when I left here in 2010, I think, you know, with, with Coach Carroll coming in, you know, it was a change of, I guess you said change of everything, you know, we it needed to change. So it changed the way, the thinking, the way we wanted to win and all that stuff. So all that stuff was changing. So you kind of saw how things were changing as the, the, the type of guys that he was bringing in and, and how he wanted the, 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 the ship to be run. So, you know, with the offensive line, you're thinking, you know, they're thinking that they can just put guys in. And, and, and the offensive line coach is great at putting guys that, that want to get a try at offensive line and, and making them, uh, decent offensive linemen and, and, and making those guys go out there and, and, and play. So I think those guys definitely take that stuff every game that, you know, people saying you can't, you, you're not blocking well or you have a, the, the, the gates open up and now you're seeing Russell get hit eight or six times. But I think as a quarterback, you have to, to trust those guys that those guys are going to figure it out and, and get better as the season go along. Yeah, I, I just I, I kind of look it through and, and you say, hey, there's a pride on the line here. There's absolutely no doubt there's a pride on the line that these guys, oh, are, they're challenged. I mean, they're absolutely challenged. Each they're always challenged, man. I think it's a situation where, you know, these young guys, you have to be thrown in the fire. I think as an offensive line, when I came in the league, I was thrown in the fire. Even though I missed four games, I think it was a situation where you want the the, the, the competition, you want to play, you want to show that you're, you're deserving to be out there on the football field. So those guys want to earn their respect. And, you know, with this team now, you want to go out there and you want to earn your respect and, and play for those guys and, and, and do good. I'm sure there was a time this defense wasn't thought too highly of either, and they've sure. uh, proven people wrong over the last couple of years. All right, Walter Jones, the Hall of Famer, is with us. Our weekly visit with Walter brought to you by the Detlef Shrimp Foundation and Michaels Toyota. Ian and Puck, we're going to come back, and we're going to have another gentleman join us mm. via the phones. Robbie Tobeck is going to be with us next. 
Not bad. We can talk to those two guys about offensive line play. We get his thoughts on Justin Britt. You might have a story or two, don't you? You got, you got a story or two we can fire <laughs> at Robbie? Few, uh, a little bit. <laughs> we'll talk to Robbie coming up next. Ian and Puck on your home for the 12th man in the NFL. Seattle Sports Radio 950. KJR. All right, welcome back. It's 129. Ian and Puck with you here on 950 KJR. Uh, Robbie Toback, we're going to give him a call right away, but uh, it's a Walter Jones show. And I, you know, this guy's calling in. He, he's got all kinds of shows on the station, but but he's got a question. Uh, Mike Holmgren, is that you on line one? It's on me. It's me. How you guys doing? Good. Do, you remember number 71 played for you, don't you? Yeah, is he in the studio right now? He's right here. How you so, doing, you know how you doing Coach? Hey, Walt. Hey, Walt. How's it going? Listen, going good. I, I told you guys for about six years he never said one word to me, not one. <laughs> and now he's on. now he's on the radio, and he's – eloquent he's just he's like a new man he's unbelievable who is this guy huh yeah, no <laughs> you know what he was the greatest greatest certainly offensive lineman maybe offensive player i've ever coached yeah there you go well, that's I- all he, he just celebrated all that's all he wanted to hear <laughs> because he was telling us during the break that that you never put your arm around him and you never told him that he was good and it's been haunting him since his playing days well, you know, no one could talk to him, really, because you had to go through Tobeck to get to Walt. Okay. Mm. That's so true. <laughs> that so true? What, are, what are you doing right now? Why are you driving around and bugging Adam? No, I've got a, a fellow in my building at uh, where I live has asked me forever to play golf with him. And I used to play a lot of golf, a fair amount of golf, and before I had my hips replaced and different things and before I got old. So I, I, you know, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try hit some balls today for the first time. And I was asking you because I know you guys like to play, and uh, you know where I live in Kirkland. And I'm, right now I'm actually out at Willow's Run in, in the parking lot. And I just, well, I was gonna ask you a place to hit balls, and I'm, I'm assuming they have a driving range here yeah. or something. Willow's, Willow's, That's a great spot. Willow's has got a okay. great spot to, to yeah. hit balls. Yeah, yeah. They, you would if you're on the east side, Bellevue, Bellevue Golf Course. It's a one of the proud members of the Premier Golf. There you go. Premier Golf says nice. they have got a brand new driving range in which you could hit balls there. But Willows is, yeah, Willows will get you taken care of. You're good to go. Okay. Well, yeah. good then. That's that's all I really wanted to know. And I got <laughs> actually when I phoned you and I left the state, I'm glad I could hear Big Walt. He was <laughs> he was great. And, and uh, you know what he said, and we've talked about the offensive line so much uh, going into this season. It's not easy to play offensive line, and for young guys, that's their challenge. I think. Mm. All right, don't squeeze the golf club. Treat it like a like a like toothpaste. Oh, all right, you know don't what? squeeze I, the toothpaste out. I'm a little nervous about this. I got to see. It might. Uh, I got to see how this all works today. But I'm going to try. All right. Well, best of luck to you. And uh, and, and Walt, do you have any parting shots for Mike at all? Oh man, just go out there and have fun, coach. I will, buddy. Hey, listen, <laughs> is is Tobek? Did I hear this correctly? Is Tobek? Coming on the show? Yeah, but he's, we can't get a hold of him right now. Adam's in there. You, you've seen Adam, Mike, in his finest, our producer. He's in there. Yeah, his, yeah. his arms are flailing around That's right now. <laughs> it's it's he's in pure panic mode. I don't Sweating. know if Tobek's just messing around. He's not he's not answering his calls. I don't know what's going on. You know, no, Robbie, he's always Robbie. got something going on. No, Robbie, he, he's got. I think I don't know. One of my favorite, but he's got a little big time, Robbie. I think <laughs> we'll see. More we'll so see. than the Hall of Famer. The, oh no, Walt's 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 got his feet on the ground. Toe back, I worry about. <laughs> uh, what, what, all right, all right. Well, we will, Mike. We'll talk to you soon. All right, take care.
All right, guys. Thank All you. Right, go. There you go. That's Mike Holmgren right there. I think Big Waldy, you still get kind of a little nervous talking. <laughs> him, do you? I know. Like you, like a little oh, bit. Oh man, like did he call to tell me something? Like oh, you did this. <laughs> oh, he'll call critique you later. <laughs> With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Call, he'll, call, he'll call you and critique his show later. It's always so fun with, like, with us, like with the media. Yeah. Always a big per- I mean, he's got a big personality. Yeah. What was he like behind the scenes? Would, would he get after you guys like in a, in a locker room before... Or after a tough loss, or maybe at halftime we hadn't played all that well. I think he was pretty honest, man. I think he he kept it, you know, honest. Uh, if we wasn't doing good, he let us know. And and if it was it was all fault in the offensive line, he kind of you know let us. And I think as offensive linemen, you learn that at, at a young age that you know everything falls down to the offensive line when when things are not going right. So you know, for me, it was you know you you have to go out and and, and perform and 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 not get yelled at my goal was not to get yelled at by the coaches I didn't want them to you know if they was talking to me that mean I wasn't doing my job so I just tried mm-hmm. to continually keep trying to do my job but I think coach Hunger was pretty honest about you know how you played the game if you didn't play the game well he let you know but still kind of coached you in a way to get you ready for the next game well joining us on the uh, on the Zeke's Pizza hotline right now I, I I'm I'm guessing that that Robbie Tobeck you made a deal right you wouldn't come on as long as Holmgren was still on at the same time is that right <laughs> no, I'd love to coach. Come on with coach sometime, but I was I was sitting here laughing a little bit because Walter's talking about getting yelled at by the coaches. That's something in in seven years of playing with him, I never once heard. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> so, I can't imagine that yeah. there was a lot of times when he's getting uh, chewed oh, out man. in the. Uh, yeah, in the I mean, <laughs> yell at him for what? You know, <laughs> holding out a training camp. Maybe I got yelled at for that. Actually, <laughs> out, so. What's up, Robbie? What's going on, buddy? How you doing, man? <laughs> I'm doing well, doing well. Looking forward to hearing the Walter Jones show every week. I know, man. Looking forward to it too, man. It's going to be great. You know, it's funny, Ian Puck. You know, I, I uh, when I first came to Seattle, they were talking about the guys on the top of the line, talking about Walt. Um, he was still kind of a younger player at that time. They said, "Hey, great talent, unbelievable ability, really good guy, but just really, really quiet, <laughs> and he's not going to say much." You know, those types of things. And now he's got his own radio show. So you know, I, I know. every week. So that's exactly what Holmgren just said. <laughs> like, yeah, Mike was listening. He's doing a great job. It's fun with. I, fun I, re- talking I remember when when we all knew he was going to go into the Hall of Fame, Robbie. And I'm like, well, I, I can't wait to to listen to the speech. It's going to be like 30 seconds. He's going to be in and out. <laughs> he's not even mean. And then you watch his speech and listen to his speech, and it was terrific. Know, it was like man. one of the best yeah, speeches yeah. ever. It was yeah, a lot of work, he, he man. It was, lot, it. <laughs> it was a lot of work, man. I got through that. Did you sandbag man. these guys, Walter? Did you make? Because now I'm, I kind of see what happened. It was they, always there. Wasn't it was it? always there, but instead you made Tolbeck do all this talking. I made him do all the talking, man. But I think as offensive linemen, we always we're we're a clique, so we're we're kind of like, hey, we're we got our own pack. So we kind of once we get in our own pack and we got all our guys all together, we're we're having fun and and we're joking on all the guys. So we, you know, it, it was a great time. Robbie, uh, what have you thought about what you've seen with that Seahawk offensive line so far? Well, you know, I've been uh, uh, really happy with, with some of the inside plays, center and, and guards. You know, I've, I've really been happy with the Fetty. I love the edge that he brings. And, 
and stuff like that. I think Britt's done a really nice job at center for us uh, so far this preseason. He really seems to understand the angles and and some of the things that it takes to play the center position. And I was really curious as never having snapped the ball before, we're going to have bubbled snaps and fumbled snaps, those types of things uh, this preseason, but it's been pretty clean. Um, so, so really happy. And Golinski's been, you know, a steady uh, performer, if anything. Uh, where I worry a little bit is at the tackle position. Um, you know, Sowell's, uh, um, you know, has been up and down a little bit this preseason. We have at the right tackle job, too. We've, we've auditioned a few guys there. So, uh, just a little nervous uh, going into the season at the tackle position. That's communication, hey, Robbie, communication, is that the most difficult thing for a center to learn? I mean, at what point, I guess, maybe in your career, and but you had played the position a lot, where you kind of felt comfortable being able to bark out all the signals, bark out all the calls, and get everything in order as that play clock is winding down? Well, you know, that's one of the things. That's the biggest adjustment. You know, besides snapping the ball and, and, and being a little closer on contact for Britt, uh, the biggest thing is he's he spent his whole career waiting on the center to make a call so he can adjust accordingly and, and, and make his call to the tackle or, or know what to do, what the center wanted him to do. So now he's got to do that, and it's a different thing. It's a, uh, you got to take charge. you got to be confident in that. So you got to be a smart guy. you got to know the playbook. Uh, you, and, and you, you got to make the calls where, you know, the guy outside's going to hear him. You know, I had to make it. I had to allow stadium. Walter had to hear me. He had to know what I was going to do. So he knew what to do on a certain play, uh, which guy I was going to try to take and stuff like that. So, uh, that's a big deal. And, and you also, a lot of times you got to be, you got to be on page with, uh, with the quarterback. And we saw a few times this, uh, this weekend in college football and these, some of these big games where it's a loud crowd, you're using the silent count. Uh, like you said, you got to pay attention to that clock as well, and, and make sure you know the clock's ticking down, and you're getting your call out, and making the adjustments in time to, uh, uh, you know, get that playoff and not have a penalty. So, Robbie, if uh, if you was the center uh, for all training camp, so would you want would you speak up to the coaches to say I want to stay at center, or would you just let them make the decision on if they change the the center to the guard? Well, you know, you know, obviously, I think I would want to stay at the center position. Um, you know, you know, as you know, Walt, when I first got there, there was some back and forth with Chris Gray and I, center guard, who was going to do what. And I was more comfortable playing center. I uh, could play guard, but wanted to play center. So, yeah, I mean, I think, you, you know, you, you speak up. But at the end of the day, as you know, Walt, we're, you know, especially offensive linemen, the ultimate really team players, because uh, we do our work for the other guys. And if, if the coach says, you know what, we feel like this is the best way to get things done, then uh, you get you got to do it. I mean, you know, they, we feel like we're better with you at guard and Hunt at center. Then uh, that's the way it's got to be. And and uh, you go out and do it. And plan on moving back to the center when uh, if Eddie gets healthy. Yeah, that's an interesting point, Walt. You bring up asking Robbie that because I'm wondering that same thing. This interchange, you know, they they want these interchangeable parts. I'm sure every coaching staff, in a sense, Robbie wants interchangeable parts, right? That's that's seems like right. an obvious thing. You want guys to go around. Uh, Walter first, then Robbie. The tackle position that, that Robbie mentioned, kind of the, the guy has been battling out there and so forth and, and so on. What have you seen from those guys, that, Walter, as far as the two guys at the tackle position? Actually, it's three of them, really, because it's Webb who struggled a little bit and, and Gilliam, and they, they thought he was going to be the left tackle. They moved to the right tackle. What have you seen? And then we'll get Robbie's thoughts, too. Um, I think they've just been working, trying to get better. I think it, it, it's, it's, it's all in the, in, the, in the media about, you know, those guys 
you know, who's going to be the starting guy. And I think all you can do is go out there and compete. And I think that's what those guys have been doing all year, all, all training camp is competing and trying to, to make the job tough for the coaches to, to make a decision on who they're going to put in at the starting guy. And they kind of made that decision. But now uh, opportunities for Webb to get in there and play and, and, and make some strides and, and be ready when his numbers call. Yeah, if Webb ends up being the guard, what do you think, Robbie? What have you seen from those guys on the outside? Well, you know, I, I think we've, you know, we've run the ball pretty effectively this yeah. preseason. Uh, no matter what group's been in there, really, you know, there's been a few up and downs, what you expect preseason. But uh, that's looked pretty good. It's it's that pass protection. Uh, but I go back to uh, to one of the things I've always kind of believed, you know, you got a guy like Walt who you could throw out a left tackle and you never worried about it. You didn't care who was playing defensive end. Uh, what their name was, what they've done in the past, anything like that. Walt, that's yours. You take care of it. Um, but but then you got the other guys in the NFL that, you know, you got some good players that aren't Walter Jones caliber. They're going to make most of their blocks. And then you got guys that are going to make that maybe they're going to miss a couple of blocks uh, underneath that. So, so and I think that's where we're at right now. So if Walt's not missing any blocks, these guys are maybe missing four or five a game. And uh, I think that can add up. Of course, like Walt said, these guys got a lot of pride. They're going to go out. They're going to, you know, they're going to play their best. Uh, they're going to work to get better, uh, just like we always all did. And they're going to hold themselves accountable and do those types of things. And, and you know, I, I think that's great. But, uh, again, I think when you look at the investment they've made into these guys, there's a reason, uh, you know, uh, those guys were available at that price. And, and uh, you know, I think in, if, if this guy can make – uh, you know, three or four opportunities in a game where he doesn't get the block that you need at, at the wrong time, it can really cost you. But, uh, again, I'm hoping, you know, I'm wrong and that they're, you know, they're going to hold up and do a great job. Robbie, great hearing your voice, man. We're going to probably uh, pester you every now and then during uh, the Walter Jones show as we continue through the season. But uh, great having you on today, and we'll probably talk again down the road, my friend. Thank you. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you later. There All you right. go. That's Robbie Tobeck joining us here. Let's do this. I, and that's an interesting point you brought up. We'll touch, touch on the other side mm-hmm. about, about a guy feeling comfortable in position. All of a sudden, boom, you're moving him somewhere else. I'm going to get some, have you expand on those thoughts in just a couple right. of seconds. Cause I wonder how it feels for the other guys on the line, too. You have right. one guy making calls. All of a sudden, it's like you put the kid in there. If that yeah. ends up being what they do, we'll get Walter's thoughts on that. And then how about this? We've, we've had our time with you. Uh, not often you get to uh, to fire off a question or two at a, at a Hall of Famer. If you've got a question for Walter Jones, 49451 is a text number. You can fire that off. Text in to 49451. What do you want to know from the Hall of Famer, Walter Jones? Talk Seahawks offensive line, running game. Robbie touched on that mm-hmm. a little bit as well. So whatever is on your mind as far as Walter Jones, a quick question, 49451. That's 49451. Text your questions in now. We'll continue next. Now back to Walter Jones with Ian and Puck. Brought to you by the Deadlift Shrimp Foundation and Michael's Toyota of Bellevue on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. All right, Ian and Puck with you here on 950 KJR. Big thanks to Robbie Tobeck. He called in to the Walter Jones Show a few minutes ago along with Mike Holmgren. I think Holmgren was lying in wait. I think he was trying to... I think he wanted to bust uh, Tobek's chops a little bit. Don't I think you? he did. I think he wanted to get on her to mess with him, man. He just couldn't catch him, man. Did those two go at it? How was how was that relationship? Because I always you always felt like the the Hasselbeck Holmgren, you know, back and forth kind of fun. Sometimes I think Matt drove him crazy. I'm assuming Robbie, he probably got to Mike. Robbie a little was bit. pretty good at <laughs> saying things that could just you know that get the coaches going. You know, if if, if if Robbie knew what was going on, you know, he he knew that the. The coach would ride the quarterback, so you Robbie would say something in practice, and 
and the coach could hear it, even if he was coaching somewhere else. So Robert was pretty good at that, <laughs> doing that stuff in practice. <laughs> uh, we got a couple questions at four nine four five one. Actually, got far more than just a couple. But interesting one here. Uh, this is from Jeff Blackburn. He says, hey, Walt, couldn't Britt still make all the protection calls from the guard spot? And we always just assume it's the center that makes the calls. Have you ever seen a, a guard make the protection calls? I have seen it. I was uh, When I was playing with Pete Kendall, Pete Kendall would call plays when he was at the guard. And, um, and I think it was the first couple of years we had – I want to say we had Chris Gray, and, 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 and he was playing the center. And uh, Pete Kendall, you know, as me being a young guy, you know, Pete Kendall was calling – the, the 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 defense and and telling the uh, the right guard what to do and the, the the right tackle. So if 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 that's what they feel comfortable with putting them at guard and still making the defensive calls of who they got to protect and block to, I think it can be done. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they would do that. You know, like if that's if that's. But then you don't want to mess up. You know, I think sometimes with yeah. with centers, you know, it's all a, you know we we are creature or habits. So I I, I would say. Would that mess him up, like how he sees the defense, you know, mm-hmm. like being a guard? But, you know, some guys were students of the game. You know, I always say that the it's almost like the defense, you know, the, the, the meat of the defense, those guys are in there. So, you know, not not taking anything away from what the the tackles, what we do and stuff, but if you as a tackle, uh, those guys have to be on the same page, the center and the two guards all the time because you got to know if the center is, if the center is going working back with the – the backside guard, or if he's working with the front side guard, and I didn't saw many arguments where those guys are. Oh, you said you was coming this way. You know, I told you I was going away. So I think it's just making sure that he can make see the defense the same way at mm-hmm. guard as he see it at center. You know, that just, makes sense. And nope. it can be off. It can be just off by um, an inch. You know, where where the guy line up at if, if where where he's going with his protection. So it's just a matter can he make. But I have seen it done. I've seen a guard make those calls. That's interesting. All right, here's another one. Hey, Walt. What do you think of what's happening with the, the players and then the national anthem? And what do you think they should do this weekend? Man, you know, I, I, I just said that, um, you know, you know, I think it's, it's what, 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 what they're doing is you, you, you getting people to talk about it. You want to hear people opinion about how they feel about it. And for me personally, um, yeah, I've been playing football for, I played for what, what's uh 12 years of professional football. I played high school football. And that's all I knew growing up. You know, you had to stand up for the national anthem. You had to, you, at that moment, that's what, you know, you had to stand up for. So for me, that's, you know, I'm, I'm going to stand up and, 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 and be thankful for what I have and, and where I'm at. So that was always taught to me as a young player playing the game of football, you know, and, and that's not going to change things that are going on in this world. It's just a matter of, you know, we are a creature of habit and, and how we see things. And as players, I think that's just part of the, the way that we prepare and get ready for the game. That's part of how we get ready for the game, the, the singing of the national anthem. Now, guys have their way feelings on how they see that that national anthem, but I see it as a, a chance for me to, to show my respect for all the people that give me the opportunity to, to, to be playing the game that I love and, the game that everybody loves and wants to see for just for three hours. So that's that's the way, you know. I you know, I, I it's hard to you can you can almost see from both angles, but you just try to say, okay, let me look at it and and and, and, and everybody want to give opinion. I think that's what he wanted to do, and 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 now everybody's giving their opinion on the anthem. It was interesting. A uh, uh, Nate Boyer had sent out a, a tweet a little while ago, and I'll, I'll I'll 
I'll find it in a second. Do you know Nate, Boy- Nate Boyer? Is a, he played for the Seahawks, or he came into training camp for the Seahawks. Yeah. Uh, he was a Green Beret. Uh, he has spoken to the team uh, many, many times. Uh, he had tweeted out about 15 minutes ago. This is really but right after Doug Baldwin. Talk to the Seahawks. What the team will do this Sunday is a powerful sign of unification plus respect for the anthem plus those that fight for our freedom. So it will be, and then as this was on the heels of when, when Baldwin had tweeted out to express a desire uh, to bring people together. Our team will honor the country and flag in a pregame demonstration of unity. Kind of sounds like they must have had a conversation with Nate, you know, who was in their oh, locker yeah. room last year. Sure. Yeah. So uh, let's wrap it up with this. And and I got to say, I'm I'm blown away by the number of texts we're getting at four nine four five one. If you didn't get your text, we, we've got Walter all season, so we'll yes. do this. Yes. We're gonna call. Yes. What do you want to call this? Hey Walt. Hey Walt. Hey, we'll Walt. call the final segment. Hey Walt. Uh, <laughs> okay, so you, we'll do are, Hey Walt every are week. You, are you? We want to take the the jersey number seventy six, and we want to burn it because we feel like it's been bad luck. Oh man! I don't, because yeah. what happened? Hutch po- poison remember? pill. I have poison a list of all Hutch. the Seahawks players. Okay, that were poison pill with Hutch, Who else and then uh, Okung. Okung always yeah. hurt. High ankle sprain, and now a Fetty. It's bad luck. Seven plus six, thirteen. Thirteen's an unlucky Ooh. number. Who yeah. else was a seventy-six? Uh, Riddick Parker was seventy-six. No, you got a list in there, Adam. Would you say? Yeah. Who else? Uh, else well, one of these guys played defense. Uh, Antonio Edwards. Yeah, gone. No, he was. He had something wrong with him. Yeah. Uh, Steve August. Oh, that yeah. original Seahawk. Yes, sorry, <laughs> yes. Steve. Was he their first? He might have been their first pick, right? I don't know, but it's bad juju. I mean, it's a bad number. We need to get yeah, rid of it. Yeah, I mean, seventy one's basically retired, times. and seventy six needs to be retired <laughs> for a different reason. You should hand seventy one out. Uh, final question for uh, Hey Walt here, and I, I thought this was an interesting one. He says, uh, "Afternoon, Mister Jones. If you live in the Seattle area, when did you decide to make Seattle your home?" And we were just talking about this off the air. You're oh, a Seattleite now. You're a Washingtonian. I, I'm officially a Washingtonian. Uh, Seattle been my home now for what nineteen years, mm-hmm. but officially. You know, I was living uh, back in Alabama, but now I'm here in Seattle for good. Now my kids are, uh, uh, I guess you say, implanted here in Seattle now. So my my kids are juniors in high school, and they they are, you know, they're they're Seattle, and I guess that's the right word to say. But you're I'm, Seattle, yeah. I'm, I'm 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 a Washingtonian now, and I feel great about it. You know, I feel good. I've been here forever. So well, let's test them. Let's test them. It really is a Washington. <laughs> no, don't test Hold me. Hold on. <laughs> if it's raining, pouring down, raining outside, umbrella or no umbrella? Uh, no umbrella. You're a Washingtonian. Yep. Exactly. Uh, uh, For uh, some uh, reason uh, in this city, yes. we just it, it could be, yeah. I mean, the heavens are open. Which is up. weird because they named a whole festival after umbrellas <laughs> called the Bumber Shoot. But yet, <laughs> we could no have an umbrella it. that keeps you dry, but people in this city refuse that. I wear yeah. I have an umbrella. That was the first that was the first lesson I got when I got to Seattle was that <laughs> uh, the guy say you can, you can if you see someone with an umbrella, that means that they're touring. If they're not, they're here. So <laughs> I learned that from day one. Well, plus you went to school in Tallahassee. When it rains there, it rains rains exactly that's like when it rains in the south it rains rains like it's but, heavy heavy but seattle can get like you know the rain can come to, you know right october yeah. that rain can come yeah. down pretty good but you still don't grab no you want to be no, soaked yeah, head to toe right. because that's, i'm from here it's a badge of honor <laughs> uh walter jones will be with us every thursday we couldn't be happier we thank you for coming in great seeing you uh we'll Thanks have you lot, evaluate yes. whoever the hell plays in the offensive line on sunday we'll I have know. you take a peek at it and we'll Look break that down with it. you next week that's big walter jones uh by the way congrats Whoa. to your seminoles on a nice win thank you Knows, man. Nah, there you go. We'll come back at first up, or next up, I should say, our first installment regular season with games being played, or a game being played tonight. Fantasy football, Brandon Funston, get your questions in. And if you've done this before, you know the drill. 
you better call early and you better text early, 49451, or better yet, give us a call, 286-9595, Fantasy football questions answered by our expert, Funston's next. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.